Who do you think you are? Oh, that's right, man. Getting funky with it today. Start things off on a Sunday. <laughs> Always funny on a Sunday, you know? Yeah, man. How's it going out there in uh, Chicago? Oh, it's going pretty good. Got some beautiful weather here. Really? Oh, unbelievable, yeah. What are we talking, 50s, 60s, sunny? Oh, we're in the 50s, sunny. All right, man. Good stuff. Got the squirrels are running around, you know? We also have some 50-degree sunny weather. Uh, we got the birds flying around and chirping. Yeah, I think they're a little confused. I think you were maybe onto something uh, with the poles shifting, man. <laughs> oh, now we're getting the southern. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with, like, summer and winter. That would have to be, like, the earth actually spun around. Oh, really? I thought the birds have something to do or, you know, they have some sort of radar for the magnetic pulse of the Earth. The, the, the truth is we don't know. All right, that makes sense. I mean, birds, yeah. birds are kind of funky animals, man. It's the same thing with, like, salmon. Like, we have no idea how they find their way back to the river. Really? Like, um... They can. They have like a home base that they'll like swim downriver and then swing back around and get back to. You never heard about the salmon life? You know, I'm not too familiar with the salmon life, my man. It's insane, dude. Because salmon start off as fresh. They're born in a freshwater like lake or river, right? Oh yeah. Like a little pool in a river, and then when they when they're born, dude, they 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 fucking swim that river all the way to the ocean. <laughs> then they just grow in the ocean till they're like full adult. Wow. Then they swim all the way back up river. They find their way back to the river and then swim their ass all the way back up to where they were born and then find a <clears throat> find a partner fuck and die. Damn. And then their eggs are then they lay their eggs. Yeah. Don't you know like the salmon run you know like when the, the grizzly bears are standing in the water? <laughs> oh yeah. The reason those fish have to jump is because they're trying to jump up with the rapids. Wow. That's the problem. They're trying to get home to fuck, you know? And those bears are just chomping them up, man. That's crazy. Oh, they're just jumping. That's free food. Just jumping up, waiting for you to, to grab them. <laughs> Good eating for the bears, man. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> yeah, but the, the amazing thing is, like, we still don't know what's what what's guiding these birds these salmon salmon kind of uh, crazy you got to think there's a consciousness going on there right if you can remember home and you want to get back there to do some banging yeah i think it has more to do with like yeah like a group consciousness you know where it's like oh, yeah, you yeah. got 700 salmon you know 500 think it's a right 200 think it's a left we're going <laughs> right you know and you do that enough times as a group, you'll find your way back. It's a school of fish, right? That's pretty much what we're uh, dealing with. Yeah. Sort of. I don't know. That's pretty crazy stuff. I had no idea the salmon uh, went through such a journey, and then mostly to just end up getting eaten by bears or some hipster uh, jackasses in Seattle. Yeah, that's the worst part. The hipsters? You'd rather be eaten by the bear, <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> In Seattle didn't even earn it. <laughs> oh, and the edit crew is starting early today, folks. Oh. One of his, his ancestors created a, a, a mechanism that allowed this guy to catch the fish. You know, at least that bear <laughs> had to earn it. <laughs> oh, man. Good call, my man. Good call, indeed. Well, uh, speaking of earning it, Mike, it is Super Bowl Sunday today. This will be airing on Monday. Uh, you got anyone in the game? What do you mean? Ah, who's your, who, who are you picking? I don't even know who's playing. That's fantastic. I'm yeah. really excited. Oh, no, Mahomes, Mahomes is in it? Yeah, it's Mahomes versus uh, Mahomes. Jalen. I know his team is red. I can't remember <laughs> what team he played for. He plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. The King. KC, that's right. That's yeah, right. man. Yeah. Then uh, you got Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. They have a fantastic defense. Oh, that's right. The Eagles. The Eagles, You sent man. me that article, dude. Fucking animals in Philadelphia, dude. <laughs> Le legitimate, just dumb fucking animals. 
Philly uh, is a very funny place. Uh, the the government of Philly <laughs> said we're gonna grease the polls, and the response from the people wasn't well. You know, we're we're kind of civilized now. We don't. The, the response from the Philadelphia people was fuck it, we'll climb them anyways. <laughs> Literally, that's actually the uh, attitude there. And of course, Mike, I had to do some digging, but I got us a local Philly <laughs> clip because. Man, we got to get some boots on the ground. I got to hear what the local folklore are saying down in Philly about this. Mike, according to the folks in Philly, there isn't a challenge they're not going to take, right? So you're going to grease no. the poles? That's a challenge to climb the pole. <laughs> as we get closer to tomorrow's game, Philadelphia police are beefing up security as the city gets ready to celebrate. Ryan Hughes is on Broad Street, where some safety measures are already in place. We hope to see a lot of fans celebrating peacefully on Broad Street after the Super Bowl. The barricades are already out, and Philadelphia police say <laughs> they are teaming up with state police and federal agencies, making sure everyone celebrates safely. Philly <laughs> pride is soaring high with only hours to go until Super Bowl 57. There are no fans like the Philadelphia fans. We're so excited. I can't wait. My last Super Bowl was crazy. From Center City to South Philly, Eagles Green is on display as the city prepares for large crowds and possible celebrations. And the polls have already been greased in some places, including <laughs> yes! here at Broad and Chunk Streets. I know when the World Series won, I climbed that one up up the street. Uh, I don't. Uh, I get. Yo, go birds! I think. Uh, I think uh, the grease is nice, but it's not going to stop if we want to get to the top. I will not be climbing. I will not be climbing, but I will be out here supporting the climbers. So. <laughs> Temporary no parking signs are now posted on South Broad and around City Hall. Barricades are already lining Broad Street to help control crowds and protect businesses. And Philly police say expect some road closures after the game in Center City. If we win tomorrow, it's going to be crazy. I, would, I actually wouldn't even want to be here. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there you go. They're That's already right. celebrating. Flywood has also been placed on bus shelters for extra support after fans <laughs> fell to the ground when a shelter's roof gave way after the Eagles won the NFC Championship. The city is united and hungry. For a win. There's so much love, there's so much energy, everyone's really excited, and I think we're, we're ready to take over. Let's go. Those parking restrictions go into effect at noon on Sunday. Simply put, police want everyone to celebrate and have fun, but to be smart and safe. In Center City, Ryan Hughes, CBS News, Philadelphia. You can hear them oh, screaming man. in the background. Uh, Great so clip. Yeah. Can't believe we had a live in the flesh pole climber. I, that's my favorite guy. The dude is like, yeah, you know, I did it during the World Series. Uh, when I'm, I did it last time, it was, <laughs> I'm gonna, it was tough. I'm going to hang back on this one. But I'm going to support him, you know? <laughs> I'm going to help up the guy climbing up the pole. Of course. It's not like back in my day when they just used animal fat. Now they're using this synthetic. It's not the same. <laughs> kind of gives you a burn on your skin. <laughs> It takes weeks for that rash to go away. <laughs> I love how this is a thing, man. The like, that's your thing? Your city is so stupid. It's so stupid. That that's like your thing, is to climb the poles? <laughs> to be fair, Chicago's thing was to riot violently after the Bulls would win and turn over. Oh, we just burned it down. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, there ain't no pole to climb. We burned the shit to the fucking ground. That's how we do it. We're so happy. We don't know how to handle our emotions. You know? That's the Chicago way. You just burn it down. <laughs> and it works out perfect because our teams, we get one every 10 years. So. <laughs> That's right. Get a little rebuild, a little refresh. It's really what started the Chicago fire. Uh, the Cubs won the World Series, and uh, that was it. <laughs> oh, that cow was pissed. <laughs> they burned it down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why they didn't put it out. The firemen, they were pissed, too. They're the ones that started it. Well, they were Sox fans. See, that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man, greasing the poles. That really is... fucking hilarious. For a long time, I thought I just, it was legend, but no, it's real, man. They got it. I just it. want to be the guy at City Hall that's calling around, like, I'm going to need some uh, some animal fat. <laughs> you got to watch the clips of it, man. <laughs> there, there's workers. They have city workers up there with the paint wheels on the poles, right? You know, like they're painting a side of a building, but no, they're just greasing a pole. It's fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing it you know they're like showing the guy it's it's maybe the 25th time he's done it in you know several years you know what i'm saying he's like it's a typical day for a philly public worker he's just greasing the poles <laughs> it's just, fucking just crazy. Tuesday. <laughs> i feel bad for these guys they're gonna have to re-grease when the sixers go to the playoffs this is a tough year for these poor fellows you know their wives hate it <laughs> honey i hate when you come home smelling like grease how often you gotta do this <laughs> You know it's so hard to get it out of the clothes. Can't you wear an overall or something? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know they don't wash their clothes in Philadelphia. No, no, like no. Disgusting animals. <laughs> it mix the pole grease mixes in with the Philly cheesesteak grease. You know, it all kind of yeah. just becomes one. It helps hide the stains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. You're not helping your case here, Philly. I mean, you, really you voted in Fetterman, first of all, the stroke dude with the thing growing on his neck. And now, you know, we're greasing the polls. Your biggest claim to fame statue-wise is Rocky? It's like Rocky. A made-up made character, not even the actor. <laughs> a made-up character from your town is the best you've ever given us. You, you literally gave us the Declaration of Independence in 1775 or six. And then you haven't done anything since then until 1983 when you gave us Rocky. <laughs> you went from Benjamin Franklin to Rocky. That's all you got. <laughs> and now you grease the poles. What an embarrassment, man. We got to do something about this place. And your only defenses were slightly better than Baltimore. <laughs> That's your defense. Did you see that in the fucking education stats? I believe it was something like no kid passed math. Am I correct? <laughs> Dude, Baltimore was 7%. <laughs> In what? Pass. In ba- <laughs> math. A reading. It was math or reading. It was 7%. Well, the sad part is none of those kids know what 7% is. So, well, that's uh, the good news <laughs> is they couldn't read it. They read it as 70 and thought they got a C. So. <laughs> I saw that. I breezed over it. Uh, the s- public school system in Baltimore has completely collapsed and essentially totally let down all kids in, in the uh, in Philadelphia is, is slightly better. I think yeah. they were in like the 20s, dude. It was it, It's unbelievable. I assume oh, it, and oh, it's going to get worse because they're all going to be breathing in all that fucking toxic uh, gas and shit that came out of that train wreck in Ohio. Have you seen the footage? No, Frank, I was told by the government that it's totally safe. <laughs> Have, dude, there's footage all over online. They're, for, they're blacking out the story. It's pretty bizarre, but all th- these neighborhoods and towns, like, miles downwind from this accident, people are showing video footage of these bizarre, black, disgusting-looking cloud structures just hanging over their, their communities. Yeah, but the government said it's safe. <laughs> When did they, are they ever lie to you? They need to send yeah. some of those planes from Colorado that do the chemtrailing over here. Have, help, you know, mix it up and blast it away. Yeah, spray that chemical that'll bind to it and then just drop it from the sky. <laughs> and it and... rains on us. There's reports yeah. of fish dying everywhere around the train accident and pets are dropping dead and they're seeing just animals everywhere dropping dead. And so it sounds kind of like... A, there may be this like Fukushima type accident that just took place, and they they're just gonna say, "No, nah, no, nah, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. Nothing to see here." <laughs> America's a big place. We don't need to worry about that one little spot. Well, I think they're all breathing it in now, down in uh, Pennsylvania and what have you. I mean, it's pretty crazy though. Uh, I do have a feeling that they contaminated the water there pretty badly, and it sounds like the air is pretty fucked up and that it's moving east uh you know there could be some serious issues with this that uh they're holding back on and to top it all off i don't know if you remember but the railway was threatening to strike and biden put the kibosh on that one well 
they were threatening to strike over worker safety issues. Safety issues, I know. Uh, I we, know. We've got a major we're not allowed to put here. two and two together. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah. So they got That's a, like what they were complaining about, like the overworked. Yeah. It's pretty wild stuff. But Mike, we got to grease the poles. We got a Super Bowl to talk about. Come on, man. <laughs> More important shit going on here. Do you hear Rihanna's gonna perform? It's gonna be crazy. Sports is literally it's just to entertain the masses and keep them stupid. It really is. And it's supposed to distract us. Honestly, I always thought like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want my politics. I don't want the social bullshit in the sports. And then the NBA tried it. And I think that seriously backfired on them. The, you know, the full embrace of the Black Lives Matter. You saw all that label and crap go away real fast once it became apparent that it was yeah, a because it, once you take a political program. side, you lose half your audience. Yes, yes, exactly. That's it. Either way, you lose half your audience. But Mike, it is the Super Bowl, and it's also a very important month. As you know, we've been celebrating it here on the podcast every single episode. It's Black History Month. I keep forgetting. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, well, I, I am a bigot. I, you are, but that's okay. I make up for it. I watch Joy and Reed every <laughs> night on MSNBC. Huge fan. Uh and then you call that one black guy and apologize to him? <laughs> That's right. Anthony Anderson. I call him every night. Anthony? Yeah, yeah. Anthony, I'm sorry. And you, and you scream Black Lives Matter? <laughs> That's right. He loves it. Anthony's a big fan. So, uh, Mike, we got the Super Bowl. Big time bets going on. Uh, historic game, actually, for many reasons. But, of course, we must focus on the number one reason. Now that a million football fans have flooded Phoenix, this morning the stage is set for the biggest sporting event of the year, the supersized Super Bowl. The Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs making history as two black quarterbacks of face course. off for the first time. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, no, headed to his course. third Super Bowl at age 27, just beat Jalen Hurts for the league's MVP. But Sunday, it's Hurts' Eagles with the edge, a one-and-a-half-point favorite to win. Jalen, how do you feel about being the favorite on Sunday? I don't really think any of that matters. You know, I think we, we're going to go into the game trying to control the things that we can. <laughs> Already out of control, the average price for a single seat at this year's Super Bowl, 6400 bucks. I went and cashed in my 401k. <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but and then I, you know, oh, I made a commitment to come to to Phoenix to see my Philadelphia Eagles. When the you're game is underway, tens of millions will be watching the action, but not all eyes will be on the field. Quarterbacking security today, eight federal agencies who have teamed up with local authorities. We're looking for congestion, anything outside the norm, anything that, that seems out of place. This year, sec- they're looking out for white supremacists. I heard actually. Security <laughs> made uh, to pay close Trump attention supporters. to the stands. A very pregnant Kylie Kelsey will be watching her husband Jason Kelsey, who's squaring off against his brother Travis for another Super Bowl first. They buried it 90 seconds into this story that two brothers for the first time are facing off in the Super Bowl. Not that important. No, no, no. We don't care. <laughs> no, no. They started the story with two brothers in the Super Bowl. That's really important. <laughs> But two brothers, nah, nobody cares. <laughs> I can't wait to see the Netflix special on this Brothers to Brothers. It's going to be incredible, dude. What a great series already. The drama, the tension. <laughs> brothers and brothers. A Super Bowl tale. <laughs> oh, they have to go the black angle. It's so funny. Like, dude, Mahomes are two, already, already two won. black quarterback. Dude, there has been a million black men in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know, dude. This is not a history moment, dude. What do you mean? When the Bears were in the Super Bowl in '85, their black defensive player won the MVP. Man, like that's unheard of. <laughs> That's 40 years ago. That's what I'm saying. Like, we broke these stupid-ass <laughs> racial boundaries a especially, long time ago, dude. Especially in football. We conceded <laughs> blacks were the best long ago. I know, dude. 
Football, basketball, you guys won. <laughs> All sports, you got it, man. You won it. You got sports like, and jazz. I'll give it to you. All of it to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sports and jazz. You own it, baby. <laughs> we got jobs in white women. You could have sports and jazz. And, uh, jazz. You know? Oh god the two black quarterbacks honestly come on you have to oh the media is just they can't help themselves that's hilarious oh so funny and then at the end as an the, aside, the funniest part about that statistic is you're trying to make it seem like oh this is a groundbreaker oh two black two black men shattered the ceiling you know <laughs> then shattered through the barrier to play the f- really everybody just took that statistic as huh I can't believe this is the first time. There's been, you know what I mean? Like, huh, it's amazing. So many black people. <laughs> no, it's amazing. Michael Vick and Donovan McNabb never faced off. You know what I'm saying? Like that's incredible. Oh, probably. Okay, okay. So this is not in the white man. This is definitely on the black man. That's a good call. See, you. We gave you guys the opportunity, but one of your black men got kicked out of the league. <laughs> We didn't tell him to bet on dogs uh, killing each I other. Tell him about it. I mean, had he stayed in, this would have happened 20 years ago. Uh, that's on you, not us. Michael Vick was incredible to watch play football. He he kind of changed the game in a lot of ways. Uh, Wasn't but... he? He was like the first one. He was like the first quarterback that uh, was a, like a serious run threat, right? For his entire career, even when he came back after his like dog peddling uh or dog gambling thing, he um and I think did he come back after that? I can't remember. He had a resurgence at some point. Tried. Yeah. yeah he was he still very talented and like he had the skill set, you know. So did McNabb. I I was a big fan of McNabb uh back in the day. I wanted him to come to the Bears. He was a Chicago guy. Uh how would he go from one losing team to the other? That's classic uh, for those kind of quarterbacks. <laughs> it's classic. <move. laughs> he was on the Vikings, right? The Bears. He was on the Eagles, actually. Oh, the Eagles. And uh, the Bears had one of the more dominant defenses of the early 2000s. And uh, if McNabb had gone to the team, yeah, I would have. Uh, I think they had a chance with McNabb no. at quarterback instead no, of no uh, good quarterback Rex wants to come to Chicago because they know they're going to get beat up. There's no line. We never have a line. There's never a line, and then the tabloids and newspapers destroy you. And, destroy uh, you as if you're the worst because we gave you two and a half seconds to throw <laughs> the <right>. ball. <laughs> Jay Cutler. That pocket lasted two seconds, man. What are you doing? <laughs> Jay Cutler owns every record for quarterback in Bears history, but when he was playing, he was a total piece of trash, and everyone Such wanted the bum. bum out of town. <laughs> Completely dominated all right. Every article every Monday morning was questioning his diabetes whether it affected his Chicago man. It's ruthless. (laughs) (laughs) No, you gotta come here, we're gonna give you nothing, no support, and you better fucking do good. You know? We're gonna give you nothing you need. Oh man, so well, good for these brothers I and forget, good I for the Kelsey brothers. I think it was Bill Burr went on this awesome rant about that. And it, it really, it, dude, he's, he talked about how, like, uh, we need to go back to the old days, like Chicago, Detroit. Uh, he threw in, uh, uh, I forgot, maybe he did throw in uh, Philadelphia in there. And how, like, it was something about these, like, industrial towns where their whole mentality was just defense. <laughs> yes, well, <clears throat> yeah, uh, in Minnesota, you had the Purple People Eaters, and they were just a ferocious, unstoppable defense, and they would just like break people's like bones. You know what I mean? Like they, <laughs> yeah. that was what, back when the face mask was just like a crossbar, one way, just one bar. And, yeah, yeah. Just, like, their faces would be bleeding, and you know what I'm saying? They'd have the tape on the knuckles, just covered in mud, just like destroying people. The Purple <laughs> People Eaters, man! Like, come That's on, crazy. dude. That's great. In Pittsburgh, you had the steel curtain. You can't get past yeah. the steel curtain, dude. Are you kidding me? 
But isn't that funny how those were always like the Midwest or like those upper, like the East Coast, like these industrial Bro, towns. Bro, the Bears, the steel man. towns, the, the Union towns. The, these were like. The greatest of them all, though, are the Bears, who are the monsters of the Midway. Of the Midway, baby. Come on, man. Yeah, you got to bring that shit back. That's what it's all about. You know, because when you're playing football, you go to Chicago or Minnesota or Green Bay, and it's below zero, and yes. you have to face just the most ass-kicking defense on the planet because dude, that's, that's what exact, they're there to dude, do. That's exactly what he was saying. It's like you can't play in these. Your offense just needs to be mediocre because nobody can play in these temperatures and this weather. Yes. <laughs> You just need a running back who can sneak in for a quick six. And then a really good kicker who can pump in three field goals. You win the game. The Bears have won seasons on their kicker. They went to the Super Bowl one year that way, dude. It was incredible. Just the kicker and the defense. That's all you need. Well, it wasn't just the kicker and the defense, actually. The last time they were in the Super Bowl when they had Erlocker and one of the best defenses in our lifetime uh, since the 85 Bears. But they had one of the most... Kick ass, unstoppable special teams unit that year. Yeah, remember and, Hester, bro? You're psycho, and you know who seems to really remember uh, Devin Hester? My man, the new coach here at CU, uh, doing up the Buffaloes. Uh, Dev, uh, Neon Dion Sanders. Oh, just so you know, I didn't I can even Devin Hester not be a Hall of Famer. This is. Oh, you didn't care. All right, well, Mike, here we go. We're gonna, we're gonna get for sure. some Deion Sanders talking up Devin Hester. How can Devin Hester not be a Hall of Famer? This is the most idiotic thing I've ever seen in my life. Devin Hester changed the darn game. Devin Hester yes. made it possible that no one went to use the bathroom on fourth downs. They yeah. held it until the <laughs> offense got up there, okay, because of Devin Hester. And you mean to tell me for the second consecutive year he is not a Hall of Famer? Who is picking this stuff? He changed the game. Yeah. The definition to me, what I was told as a kid growing up, this is a guy that changed the game. This is a guy that you can deal with, that you had the game plan that took over the game, changed the game no matter what. You knew unequivocally what he was going to do during that game that you paid your ticket or you turned on your, t- turned on your TV to go watch. And he did that. So how in the world do you pick some of these guys and Devin Hester is not in the Hall of Fame? It's pretty wow. fucked up, man, because – Devin Hester wow. was electric, dude. Oh, he's right, dude. I never thought about that, but they literally forced teams to change their... How many teams went for it on fourth down because they didn't want to punt to him? Because he was bigger threat than our offense. He was... He, yes, I'd rather give your offense the ball on the 30 <laughs> than punt it to Devin Hester. You know what I, mean? I know you can't score a touchdown, but I know that guy can. <laughs> Dude, that's no joke. He's right. That guy literally changed the game. He should and, have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. It's un- unreal, man. And the thing about it is nobody's been able to replicate it. No. Good Nobody call. did it before him, and nobody's able well, to. So, people watched him do it. Like, like, Steph Curry changed the game with the three-point and everything, yes, right? Yes, but, but then after he did it, everybody coming up became Steph Curry. Yes. Right? And now that's all you have. So... This guy, everybody saw what he could do, saw what was possible. Nobody could replicate it. That is a great call. There has not been a Devin Hester before or since. Or since. I don't think you ever will, dude. That guy found his, uh, his true niche in the game and became... Uh, how, how many special teams guys do you even know? I know. He was buttery smooth for some reason on those returns. Like He did not do well uh, when they tried to transition him to wide receiver. He was too short. Um, or running back. Or, he yeah, really... he just, it wasn't a good fit. He, of... did, he, he didn't really have that, like, off-the-gate explosive. No, he just... But, dude, <laughs> you, you give him that free room to, to you know, to, to <laughs> run, pick up speed. Once he picked up speed, unstoppable. Yes, man. Like, you, he just needed to catch that pop-up and go. That's all. He... That's, yeah. <laughs> like, it was so I can't believe, I thought watch. he made it in the Hall of Fame last no, year. No, he's missed twice, and it's really kind of unreal. Like, what... Who else is like uh, him? Whose dick do you got to suck to fucking get in the Hall of Fame? That's what I'm saying, Jesus man. Jesus Christ. It's pretty unfortunate. The dude literally did change the game, by the way, after Devin Hester. And kind Wasn't of, he the highest paid special teams ever or something? Ab- he was pretty much up there. And what kind of ended his career in a lot of ways was they did change a rule where they moved the kickup further. And so essentially every kickoff 
uh, became a touchback. And so, yeah, well, it was designed for safety and health reasons. So it's always some, it's always, fuck that, dude. You guys are, you ruined football. Well, football, like, we should pick a lane here and either make it safety ball and we'll do flag football or whatever the hell that game was in Starship Troopers. Or yes. we'll yes, or call. let's stay super violent and just say, okay, take all the roids you want. You're just going to fly at each other like madmen and some of you will die. <laughs> yes, yes. This is either gladiator yes. or figure or figure skating. Yes. You can't have both. You can't ride the metal, dude. You know. <laughs> and quite frankly, I think our society needs gladiator. We, you know, oh, like absolutely. We got yes. a taste of the blood with the Darren Hamlin uh, situation. Derek, what was it? <laughs> can't remember his Demar. name. Demar. Demar. Yeah. <laughs> Now we want more, baby. We got that taste. <laughs> Man, I can't believe Devin Hester never made it in, huh? That really is shocking. He should probably make it in in the next round. It's pretty outrageous. It, they have to fill a quota, essentially. And uh, there's a longer version of this Yeah, he interview. can't even get in on affirmative action. What's going on here? <laughs> That's <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Devin, you better sue somebody, man. This has got to be racial. <laughs> it's very possible. We might have a uh, some sort of affirmative action case on our hands. I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I, I didn't mean. I didn't want to correct you on the spot, but Brian Erlacher now goes by Brian Hairlacher. Oh, Hairlacker. Oh, yeah. that's fucking hilarious. I know you're not in Chicago, so you don't see the billboards on every highway, but yeah. It's, uh... Still with the billboards, you'd think by this point. I mean, we're going on, what, 15 years, 10 years of those billboards? Who have we had? <laughs> Who have we had since? Derrick Rose? I don't know. <laughs> Derrick Rose. <laughs> we're still celebrating Tays on the Blackhawks. He hasn't won a fucking championship in 20 years. <laughs> I think he's on the abs. <laughs> I know he's not even. He's not right. He's not even on our team. I forgot what happened. They did like an interview with him the other day, and I was like, "Why are people still talking about this guy? <laughs> I don't even... is, this, is this still all we got?" <laughs> Man, Chicago, you guys really need to learn how to let go. Nobody, nobody wants to go to Chicago, man. That's the. Have you seen the Bulls? They literally did nothing in free agency. They got nobody wants to go there, man. Yeah. Well, then you got to live here. The city's trash. It's a. It's gonna have a hard. The, I know you're not watching it, but they were doing this mayoral debate thing, and uh, where are we at with that, man? I, I keep asking. Apparently, you apparently black people didn't leave Chicago. They were kicked out. Wow. Really? Yeah, they were. They were black people. Just aren't wanted in Chicago. You guys are now fifty percent of the population. <laughs> If anybody kicked you out, it was it was other black people. I thought the big issue was the quote unquote white flight that goes on in these major cities when the crime goes up and uh, the taxes go up and the cops go down. Yeah, well, right now it's it's kind of both. I think everybody's just leaving. Oh, they call this one Lori Lightfoot flight. Actually, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, is, this is BLT. There's, there's oh, I got it here. It's called Lori Flightfoot. That's what they. Uh, <laughs> See what, I'm, see what I did there? Oh, oh man. Uh, all you candidates, come hit up Frank. <laughs> Lori Flightfoot at your service. She'll drive out not only the businesses, not only the white folk, but also the black folk. So the blacks. <laughs> oh, what's that? The Asians? They left decades ago. <laughs> They've been gone. No, they're the only ones thriving. They got this new high school built for them. And... Oh, yeah. Doing good. Anything for the AAPI, right? We're all about it these days. Of course. Absolutely. Well, they pay tax. So I thought she was definitely going to lose, right? You're going to bring in the white guy. Uh, He's going to bring in the cops. You're going to crack down the crime. She played the game right, man. Like, the plumbing union is supporting her. Sure. I feel like she probably has a few unions. Usually the union stays with... The incumbent, I feel like, or whoever's well, hanging the, the out. The union's there, staying with her because she she's keeping the scam going. So. The scam demic or just the all around scam? The all around scam of like 
<laughs> you know, if you want anything done, it's got to be union builders, and they have to use certain materials, and that's why everything is so overinflated. And then what you can do with those inflated <laughs> profits is give a cut to the politicians. I don't know if you saw that article, but Lori Lightfoot, so she's, she's struggling right now in the election. She's really struggling. And uh, so a couple weeks ago, they give this this multi-million dollar contract to this guy, this real estate guy. Oh, yeah. Right? And two days after he receives the contract, he donated $50,000 to this association that is not associated with Lori Lightfoot, <laughs> but it's, it's literally a, it's a campaign for her. Yeah. They spent all that money on ads against her opponents. Wow. So, that's pay to play, man. That's, that's literally Chicago. Chicago's pay to play. You've always said that, especially with the alderman situation, whatever that is. All uh, it's, that. Just, it's just a scam, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild stuff. All the alderman is is another guy who you have you have to pay off if you want to open a business in his district. <clears throat> and the reason the only and I'm not even joking. I'm not this is the only reason we have aldermen is because we're a diverse city, right? Yeah. And because we're a diverse city, the Chinese don't want to pay their payoff money to a black, <laughs> you know? so they get a Chinese. <laughs> they elect a Chinese alderman, and then they give all their payoffs to the Chinese alderman, who disperses it amongst the various races. <laughs> like Chicago is just such an old city with such old political divides, and <clears throat> there's so much diversity there with the different cultures and the different yeah. groups and the different mafias going on the different uh just parties who have sway i just uh it's got to be one of the top most corrupt places in america it has to be dude yeah and in order to play there you probably have to be a super corrupt player yeah which makes you then think about it's too diverse huh that's the problem it's just interesting how I think everybody can maybe agree, okay, Chicago, top three, maybe even higher of corrupt politics in the you know United States. Obama came from there. And do you remember what happened when Obama left? Well, he kind of sold off a seat that landed Blagojevich in jail. <laughs> hey, a job's a valuable fucking thing, Frank. Which, by the I'm way... Just give it away for nothing. I feel like we are very close, if not overdue, for a, a Blagojevich comeback. Oh, he man. should run again. I'd like to see that, dude. Did could... you want to talk about diversity? Uh, I was in a public school the other day. Oh, yeah. And uh, they had this thing on the wall of, like, all the, where they're from. And, like, what languages they speak. Sure, man. And I think it was, like, the first grade class or something. But right just on. in this one grade... It was like 27 languages. Wow. In that one class. That's what the children speak besides English. That is wild stuff. Are we maybe airing closer to South American languages here? No, they were all over. It was all over. It was unbelievable. Wow, man. You're talking European, South American. Yeah, man. Middle Middle Eastern. Chicago, Asian. still a lot of Polacks, a lot of Ukrainians and Eastern Europeans, I imagine, still. Oh, yeah, too many. Too many. I know we're very aware of your uh, Ukrainian uh, friends oh. who park around the house. And then... Uh... The fact that anybody would want to incorporate <laughs> them into their country? God, please, please take them. Teach them some fucking manners. Civilize these barbarians. What is Putin thinking, man? I don't think he's thought this, this one a, through. This is like you have that old, ugly sister-in-law that won't stop hanging around your house, and you finally find found a guy who thinks she's hot and wants to take her out. Please, <laughs> please take her. Take them all. Take them from America. We'll send them to Russia. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the Ukrainians are the... Them and the Indians. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, and uh, you sent me an article not too long ago about the greatest scam in history, and it was uh, some Indian company out of New Delhi or whatever. And 
Dude, they were like, it's like one of the richest companies in India. The guy was like one of the richest men in the world. He just lost his entire fortune because <laughs> some international investigators went over there and found out it was all bullshit. The whole company was bullshit. They were dealing in like hundreds of billions of dollars. It was just complete bullshit. I honestly, I find that kind of stuff hilarious. Like, that's a man who, that's a, you know, that's a mastery of the game. Right, like that's a man. That's a man who was watching American Greed on MSNBC, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh my God, why don't I try this? This is brilliant." <laughs> that's uh, too many uh, Netflix uh, shows, right? Too much binging. <laughs> yeah, that's we're giving them too many good ideas. <laughs> we're giving India all of our good ideas. Here. Yeah, HBO Max. All right, lay off a little. Okay, uh, we're two years away from the Indian Enron. <laughs> <laughs> We call it Bendron. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I just can't wait to see where their little St. James Island is. <laughs> oh wow! Speaking of which, it's uh, through court order, from what I've heard, that they are about to release some names. Some info's about to come out. Okay, so I don't know if you noticed this, because I don't know how, how much in-depth you are on, like, the left social media and everything, but, um, dude, they are not ever... So, uh, what's his name? Trump put out that picture of DeSantis with the high school girls back when he was a high school teacher, right? DeSanctimonious. It's saying Ron DeSanctimonious is, was grooming young girls. Anyways, now the left has been non-stop. With the connection of him to Epstein. Who, DeSanctimonious? Trump. Oh. There's, there's, they're literally, the, the one article I, I was reading was talking about how they literally referenced it as, uh, Donald Trump talks about, talked about his, or Donald Trump photographed with his longtime friend, Jeffrey Epstein, and they show this picture of them together. Wow. All right. No. Uh, what about longtime friend Bill Clint- Clinton? I and, know uh, the guy. <laughs> how about, what about Bill Gates, whose wife left him because of his connection to Epstein? Yeah, that is a tasty detail that gets left out of all media conversations, <laughs> man. Bill Gates literally got divorced very specifically for his relationship to Jeffrey Epstein. Well, to be fair, I took some of my billion dollars and I donated it. Some of it. To offset me raping children, <laughs> I donated it to a children's ward where they took care of rape victims. Have you ever seen that video of him in the carbon? No, I haven't. Dude, somebody finally asked him, like, you know, how could you justify your carbon footprint? Right? Oh, I got it right here, actually. You're psycho. I have the clip, actually. Do you? Yes, I have it. Yeah. Oh, God. I got it right here. Here, here it is. This is Bill Gates, um... Uh, defending his use of flying in private jets around the world to yes, tell people to eat bugs. Yes. To tell them to eat the, you know, eat the bugs, or I'm going to fly in my private jet, eat uh, you know, Wagyu steak well, and all I, that good stuff. I use my vast fortune to offset my carbon. Like, Why does he talk like a fucking robot? My favorite meme going around is Bill Gates uh, started Microsoft because it's his penis. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what you get, Bill Gates. I don't like you. Nobody does. <laughs> we know you weren't talking about your man tits. Then it would have been macro soft. You know? <laughs> Bitch tits and spaghetti arms. <laughs> That's you, Bill. Loser. All right. Guy with billions of dollars who controls the world. I call him a loser. And so... <laughs> <laughs> you bum. What a bum. All right, here he is. He's uh, defending his climate. And here's what I love about him. Like, uh, Bill Gates... And this is what I fear the most out of these psychopaths is they believe they're the answer. They believe in the righteousness of their actions. Bill Gates believes he is the solution. Yeah, he believes every word he's saying here. He's not just trying to, like, get you to like him. He actually believes what he's saying. And that's creepy. And that he is the savior. Oh, absolutely. Yes. (laughs) It 
This guy has a god complex, and I don't like it. And I don't like how much control and power. Dude, this Leonardo guy has. will lecture you, and then get on his yacht, and then when you ask him about it, he's like, "Hey, go fuck yourself." Where's my nineteen? Where's the? Where's my nineteen-year-old girl? Where else am I gonna bang a nineteen-year-old in peace, man? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me you're pissing on me, dude. You don't gotta tell me it's raining. <laughs> You know, if I, I take, <laughs> I gotta take her over international waters to make it legal, buddy. What's it to you? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Heyo. Here's bitch tits and spaghetti arms explaining how he's saving the world. What do you say to the charge that if you are a climate change campaigner, but you also travel around the world on a private jet, you're a hypocrite? Well, I, I, by the gold standard of funding Climeworks to do direct air capture that far exceeds my family's carbon footprint. And I spend billions of dollars on on climate innovation. So, you know, should I stay at home and not come to Kenya and learn about farming and malaria? Yes. Anyway, I mean, I'm I'm comfortable (laughs) with the idea that not only am I not part of the problem. Stop right there. Did you hear the arrogance of that? Oh, and he's like, what if I just. Stay home. The the world might end, right? You want me to stay home? Yeah, stay home. We don't need you. Kenya doesn't need you. This Nobody fucking guy you. has been telling us about health for two years. <coughs> he hasn't done a push up in forty five years. I I guarantee that. And you you you're the you create McDonald's fries. Yes, you're God. the reason for every McDonald's fries out there. Don't <laughs> and you're, then you're gonna lecture us on health, and then you're gonna go to Ken- dude. Kenyans don't want you. Have you yes. seen Kenyans? <laughs> We can't keep up in the marathons with the Kenyans. They're, they don't need you. They don't need health advice from Bill Gates. We had to put a whole different category into our marathons for Kenyans, just so white men could win a trophy. <laughs> You're going to go over there and teach them how to be healthy? Bill Gates, you are hand-in-hand hand with Tony Fauci and the COVID <laughs> pandemic, so... Could you could you just imagine you're sitting there, you're six seven, not an ounce of fat on you, you could run three hundred miles in a day. <laughs> you you and all your family and buddies, and then bitch tits gates comes into your village. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get you are all fancy. very unhealthy. I'm gonna teach you how to look like me. <laughs> I am your savior, and I am gonna show you. <laughs> How to be healthy. First thing you need is sunscreen. <laughs> Which, good call. I, uh, I have a theory that sunscreen causes skin cancer. Yeah, everybody. Dude, that one is that's not even a theory. That's fact. Yeah, I think it's fact. It's fact. I'm pretty sure that's why we had such a wild rise in skin cancer. We were sl- just like everyone was just covered in sunscreen for two decades. Yeah, dude. I mean, our great grandparents didn't have skin cancer. Do you know? They spent well, yeah, all I know. Day in the sun. That's the reason I was thinking about it was Emma and I were. I can't remember. We were eating at some place. They had like this old timey picture, you know, and these people at the beach, and they were all. We were mostly commenting on how skinny everyone was in the picture. Every person there was like thirty five people on this beach in nineteen seventy five. Not one fat person. Not one. Yeah. Not a single fat person. Not even like close to fat. All skinny people, but then I was, we were both talking about how everyone was like so tanned, like golden skinned and looked great, like fantastic, man. And I was just like, you know, they didn't have a lot of, I feel like skin cancer wasn't as prevalent then as it was in the 90s and early 2000s when everyone was just covered in fucking sunscreen. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I forgot what it was, that chemical they used to put in there that they don't anymore. I don't know, it but like I alum- it was like aluminum or something. Yeah, something. They would put yeah in I there. think it was. Yeah, well, banana, whatever it was, uh, got sued for it. The uh, banana boat sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, they got so busted. For it. <laughs> Shit. 
It's just my theory about everything. It's like you need to put on sunscreen or you won't live. I'm well. <laughs> well, humans made it like at least two hundred thousand years without it. I think I'm going back to cooking with lard, man. I, I'm going to go back to how they lived like a hundred years ago. No, you should. No, they... you didn't hear about the whole lard thing. Oh, is it back? Yeah, dude. Because they found that like the cholesterol, okay, eating fat and like all that, it really doesn't translate into the cholesterol in your in your arteries. Everybody is fat now because of the synthetic sugars they've pumped yes. into everything. It's the synthetic shit. It's those trans fats. It's the, but cooking with animal fat, like cook with that bacon. Dude, cook your cook bacon and then cook your eggs in that bacon. That is the here's best something thing that for didn't you, go on for any human being in the 1960s. They didn't sit on their couch, drink code red Mountain Dew, and eat fiery hot red Cheetos. That was not a thing that existed. Well, that's what I love. I mean, back then it was all processed food. That was like the time of the TV dinner. Oh, man, but I feel like they were just more heavy salt. <laughs> a lot of salt. That's yeah. why you had a lot of heart attacks. But it was like spam. Every, that back then was like, the, they were like, you know, canned food was everything, revolutionary. I think back then everything was salty as shit, and everyone was smoking cigarettes, even your doctor. And they're like, no, you see what you yeah. need is, uh, you gotta intake more cigarettes here. <laughs> your throat soreness will go away. <laughs> You're not smoking enough. Which, by the way, I can't believe here we are, right? Everyone was like, oh, trust the science. Trust the doctors. Oh, take your shots. Take the booster. Bivalent this. And it's like, dude, they literally had advertisements for like, oh, every doctor trusts Winston. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> A nine out of ten preferred Winston. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I know. For decades, doctors have been giving shit that kills people to people for the entirety of America. Yeah, that's why, I mean, they used to inject mercury into your penis to get rid of syphilis. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Turns out it did nothing. <laughs> Turns out they birthed Bill Gates through that process, and uh, <laughs> fucking bitch tit spaghetti arm freakoid is uh, walk, going around the world in a private jet telling us to stay home and eat the bugs. Not only but am I... offsets it. <laughs> Not problem by paying for the offsets but uh also through the billions that my breakthrough energy group is spending that i'm part of the solution part of the solution uh, it's so scary how these people talk well do you know who else was, was part of the solution his name was hitler adolf hitler yeah. the solution the, fi the final solution i don't think solution's a good term to use there <laughs> bill it's kind of a heavy word Dude, the, these guys are really scaring me with uh, the way they're talking. I don't know if you saw Bill Maher yesterday or uh, Friday. I, uh, I caught a little uh, bit of the Maher, so, yeah. It's not really yesterday's show, but more just him in general. Because I, I listened to the podcast version of the show. Oh, right. And, dude, all these people, they're using, they're using language that is very scary. Like, Bill Maher <laughs> has this tendency to just be like, and you expect the people to act rationally? The people are not rational. And you're like, well, who's the people? Like, he puts himself above the people constantly. And you're the elite. I mean, I, I don't know. And then everybody, all these monkeys in the audience are just clapping. You don't realize <laughs> you're the people he's talking about, man. Yeah, man. He's putting himself, all these guys are putting themselves in this elite group. And just talking about us, the people, <laughs> as if we Bill we're, irrash <laughs> we're irrational. So, right, we dude, uh, Bill Maher's a great take because he did an interesting segment of like an episode or so ago. Maybe it was his debut for this season about how he's going to stop lying and he's going to be honest and he's going to tell people that he flies private and he never wants to go back. It was a very funny segment and how everybody lives their lives with one goal in mind, and that's to fly private. And then once you fly private, you never want to go back to flying with the average people. It's true, because now you're, you're above the people. Because right? fly, dude, he's right, though. Everyone wants to fucking reach that point in life where you're flying up privately. That's the shit, man. Yes, yes. That's what you're working for. That's what we're. That's called the American dream, dude. 
Yeah. And you know what? You have and, to and Bill, earn it sometimes. <laughs> and Bill Gates, just come out and say it. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. It, <laughs> shove the offsets up your ass, right? And just look at the guy and say, I'm worth $100 billion. I'm going to fly by private jet. Go fuck yourself. And this you- also goes for Al Gore. Al Gore, shut your fucking trap and tell the truth. You fly private, asshole. Yes. Yes, because you don't really care about the environment. No. You just care about your comfort, and it's way better. You could afford it. Why wouldn't you? It's not only that. You're invested in the green movement. You're making money off of this. This is a scam. You guys are fucking collecting yeah, dough off of my, this whole fucking here, thing. Here's my thing, Bill, Billy. If you really believed in what you're saying, and that, oh, well, I could do what I do because I offset my carbon in this way, this way. If you really cared about the environment, you would do all that offsetting, all that innovating for climate and everything, on top of not contributing carbon to the environment, right? Yes. Like, you're flying that plane means you don't give a shit. <laughs> Look. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. They the climate fly Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. How dare you flies on a private jet to all the stupid bullshit remember that fake arrest she was a part of she flew on a private jet to that ridiculous show she took a boat to america though yes that's right one time one time dude flew back no way she had that much she flew back i don't know Fucking Greta. All, the reason Greta Thunberg and Al Gore and Bill Gates bother people like us on the low end of the ladder here, we're at the bottom of the totem pole. These assholes are telling us to stop driving our fucking cars. We need to go to work. These yeah. motherfuckers don't need any of the fossil fuels to do what they're doing. Oh, you're literally telling me I can't eat meat because the cow farted. And then you're going to fucking jet off on your pl- private airplane. Hey, Bill Gates, how about you just spend a little more money to offset my fucking carbon, and then I'll <laughs> keep eating meat. You fucking bitch tits piece of shit. But every time my fucking Microsoft freezes, you offset my carbon. <laughs> hey, man, he, uh, he's at the forefront of the AI uh, with their uh, programming. I think they're beating Google right now, and he's got the McDonald's fries. He owns something like 2,000-plus acres of farming just here in Colorado alone. Bill, oh, it's more than that, dude. Yeah, I'm just saying owns, Colorado. I mean, nationwide, he owns almost... I think he owns years. like a percentage of farmland. Yeah, it's crazy. In America, which is insane. Absolutely insane. And, uh, you know, we don't need... People like this telling us how to live our lives. Really, we need people like this to stop flying around their jets to go on these podiums to tell us how to live our lives. That's what yeah, no, 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 yeah, you don't understand. Nobody's mad at you about the private jet. You're, that's a good point. I'm mad about what you're doing once you get to where you're going. Fly your private jet to your little island to fuck your underage girls. Fine. <laughs> but don't then go get in front of a podium and lecture me about my life. Yes. Stop that. Do whatever you want to do. Just don't come lecture me. Because you're nobody, man. And I know you're <laughs> nobody because your wife left you. Because you're a dirty old man. Yeah, you're dirty. You're filthy. You hung out at Epstein Island. You diddled the kids, bro. We Absolutely. know it. You know it. You know we know. And we know you know we know. That's the way <laughs> it is now. And that's why no one's paying attention to your bullshit, man. I'm not going to take your vaccine. I didn't to begin with, but I think now we're at a point where nobody wants your fucking vaccines, Bill. That's yeah, I don't even want your fries anymore, Bill. Yeah, I'm off the fries myself, dude. You got to watch out for that stuff. It probably has the vaccine in it. I can only <laughs> I can only guarantee that Bill Gates has put some sort of fucking vaccine in everything <laughs> at this point. He was talking about putting it in the food. Yes, he's obsessed with it. You know what's just guys like Bill Gates... What's creepy about these motherfuckers is they want us to die. They consider us useless eaters. They are hell-bent and obsessed with a righteousness, right, of saving the the planet. They literally, they don't want you to die right now, but there's an age where you're no longer profitable for them. So I believe they want us all to die, like, early 50s, late 40s. 
Yeah, they don't want us reaching retirement age. Well, even like 50s is when you start to have problems, and they don't want to pay to fix you. They want you when, you're, when you can provide them the labor they need, and then they want you to die when you're not worth it. Yeah, man. Well, I guess if it saves a little dough in the end, <laughs> so they can line their pockets, why not, man? <laughs> it's the way the world works. And look, I look forward to my bug burger in the future. I'm sure it'll be cooked medium it'll never rare happen, and delicious. man. They fucking, they haven't been able to sell the Impossible Burger, dude. Yes. I, I'm laughing so hard. The Impossible oh, Burger the- died. It's, I went to a Burger King the other day, and it was, uh, buy a Whopper, get a free Impossible Whopper. Oh, they're just giving them away. That's disgusting, <laughs> man. They're treating them like the vaccines. Oh,